Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Hey, what's up? John Sonimus here. Just want to take a moment to tell you about an awesome sponsor we have at Simple Programmer, which is Hire.com. I'm sure you know how frustrating it can be to search for a new job. Pushy recruiters trying to recruit you for jobs you have no interest in, jobs you apply for but you never hear from again, and worst of all, going through a whole interview process only to get a ridiculously lowball offer. Well, Hired.com has solved these problems. Hired flips job searching on its head. It actually puts you in control of the job search by letting you fill out one simple application and then having employers actually apply to hire you. How cool is that? You also get access to your own career coach to help you get your next job. Hired has access to over 4,000 employers with big names like Facebook. Plus, your profile is automatically hidden from current and past employers. Oh, and they pay you to get a job. Anyway, as a Simple Programmer listener, if you use the link Hired.com slash Simple Programmer, you can get double the normal $1,000 hiring bonus and get $2,000 when you find your next job on Hired. Just go to Hired.com slash Simple Programmer to get started. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez here from simpleprogrammer.com. So I have a, a guest here today, uh, someone who I wanted to share his story because I got an email from, from Greg a while back here, and uh, and Greg had had told me that he was you know 23 year old with a high school degree and, and working at a bank teller, and he sent me you know some of his progress on, on applying some of the philosophy that, that we talk about here on, on Simple Programmer and some of that success, and and I encourage him to to go on and and keep going, and then later I got a, another update with an email uh, with some more success, which was was pretty cool to to see. So. I always think it's kind of a good idea to just like share these stories to kind of inspire you guys, especially, you know, some of you, maybe you think that you can't go from, from, from sometimes maybe I think you think that what I'm talking about is just kind of pipe dreams and it's easy to just say that from, from some position of, of success in your life. But uh, I think Greg's a, a great example of, of what, what can happen when you, when you do apply yourself. So, um, so, so thanks, uh, thanks for, thanks for coming on and sharing your story, Greg, and welcome. Hey John, how you doing? Uh, so basically, I'm a junior developer at uh, Lightning Jar currently. Uh, it has been a, a crazy journey. I'm very thrilled to be on the show. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Oh, and by the way, Gr- Gr- Borelli, right? Is that? I... Yeah, Borelli, you got it right. Okay, okay, cool, awesome. So, uh, so yeah, so so Greg, maybe maybe if you want to uh, tell tell a little bit about your story, kind of how how you got started. What? Uh, how did you even find Simple Programmer? Sure. So uh, the first time I watched uh, a video uh, from you, John, it was, uh, I think it was a, yeah, I was, I was, a, I was, uh, it was one of my, one of those days where you have a really crappy day. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I had a customer just completely flipped out on me uh, for no reason whatsoever. So it was one of those moments where you feel kind of like powerless and, uh, you know, when you're in under like a customer service role, you can't really yell back. You have to keep your composure. And uh, 
but those those moments kind of eat away at your yeah. confidence uh, as a human being in general. Because when you have someone yell at you or just flip out for no reason whatsoever, and uh, I kind of felt like crap that day. So I went home. I'm like, I got to do something with my life. This this is not it. Um, I had a really bad um, start to to my computer science kind of journey. I I didn't have a math teacher all the way to uh, high school. Right. So, okay. uh, basically, it was like, oh, I went to a really bad middle school. It was all substitute teachers and uh, basically no math class whatsoever. So I was really scared of math and stayed away from computer science for uh, a long time. Uh, but that day, kind of just everything kind of just hit me all at once. I was like, no, I have to do something. I have to make a change. And uh, I went online. I went on YouTube. I searched programming channels and uh you were the first one to come up on the list so you're doing very right. well by the way <laughs> so you were the first hit i'm like okay let me check this guy out um i also worked at gnc before i worked at the bank so i used to be really into working out and uh and supplements and all of that so when i saw you i was like oh he's buff and he's a programmer let me give it a try i watched a couple of videos and i was just hooked from there cool awesome so so then so and at this time you're a bank teller right and uh and so what 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 happened there what what you know tell me tell me what what happened after that after you you start watching the, the videos and and, and decide you got to do something with your life what uh what did you decide to do i would like to say that things started changing right there but that's a lie usually people like say oh i'm gonna do this and then just like slack off and right. i'm no different from that i i you know, it's kind of shameful to say, but I'm just like the rest. And I literally slacked off for almost a full year, full one or two years. And slacked off in the way that I was giving myself busy work. But mm. it, when you give yourself busy work, it has a weird way of making you feel productive, even though you're not getting anywhere. So you're basically spinning your wheels. So that's what I was doing for a while, for about a year, uh, just doing random work, jumping from one pro from learning one programming language to the next, but not really with any clear goals or aspiration to do to do a roadmap to get to a place. Um, luckily though, throughout that year I was watching your videos and I was learning. Uh, but it wasn't like once I started applying your philosophy that I really started seeing results. Like I sent you a message, it was uh, January. Yeah. January, three months ago. Four months off well, now six months ago and that's really when i began putting the foot down and uh getting shit done basically so i started working out i started um i developed a plan um to become a programmer and that's how it kind of kicked out and uh things started happening from there awesome awesome yeah and i remember from your email that you're saying that you like you moved out of your parents house you got a, your apartment, you got married in this time frame, and then you started working out, running five, 10 miles a day. Uh, what else did you put on there? Like uh, uh, the, you, the plan, I think that's one of the key things. It's like, so So what's the difference between like, because I think there's a lot of people that watch the YouTube and, it, and it's good, I think, you know, mindset change is really important, right? I think that's like critical, like to, to, to get, a lot of people have a victim mindset and they don't even realize it, right? I mean, there's people that you know have it, but but we all have it to some degree. And we like, when yeah. we start taking more responsibility for our life, but what what is the difference between 
because I think one one of the people where people one of the places where people get stuck is that they're 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 screwing around. They're not actually applying. Like you said, I think you said you're kind of doing uh, some programming languages here, but then you got a plan. So what's what's the difference there? I mean, how much? What does that mean exactly? Like to go from screwing around to having a plan? Yeah. So it comes to you have to know what your end goal is. Mm. So if you're like, oh, I want a job, <laughs> you're not you're not really gonna get there unless you really like set out the plan to what you're going to do. I knew what I was gonna do from January up to now to get to where I am right now. And uh, basically, I decided what my end goal would be. I started planning. I knew I wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna be easy. Another thing that comes into mind is um, how much hard work you have to put it is not as much as you think it's going to be like 10 times more than what you think. So I prepare to do more work than what I expected. And uh, it served me right. Cause I, I'll be honest with you. It was 10 times as hard as I thought it would right. initially be. Uh, I literally like while preparing for this job, I would wake up at nine, uh, go to my internship, work all the way to five. Right. Then at uh, six o'clock, I will head out to um, a JavaScript class I was uh, attending and then program from six all the way to nine at night, only to get home and, and keep going all the way to like 12. So I did that for about three months straight. Yeah. And uh, that made all the difference. So, but you also have to have kind of like a layout. Uh, so in your book, you talk about like defining your scope uh, when, when you're setting out a learning plan. And I think that's important because there's not, I haven't learned any, everything there is to like, let's say JavaScript or JavaScript frameworks like React. However, I set out the scope of minimum things I needed to learn for right. me to get in the door. And uh, it's funny, it's, it actually worked out pretty well. Now that I'm inside, I'm learning a lot like a PHP and things like that. Um, and working with a lot of things, with a lot of uh, projects that, don't necessarily involve any skill sets I already have, but they take um, they take a, a advantage of the approach of learning new things. So something that I didn't really put a much as much emphasis before, and I kind of just see it in retrospect, is you have to have a good system to learn new things. Because when you're on the job, they'll throw you on a new project, especially if you're working for an agency. They'll throw you on a new project. They're like, okay, here's a PHP project. Can you fix this? And then you, you have to go to work. Uh, so it's very important to be able to learn, define your scope, and um, kind of like limit yourself to how much you want to take in. Because if you try to learn everything, you're just going to fail. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah. You picked up on some really good points. That. That's why I put that. That ten steps to learn thing quickly course together was because it's primary. Like I had to figure out like. First, I mean, because it's tempting because you want to read the whole book, you want to get it all, but you can't get it all. So you've got to scope it down, which is, is so important. And then just having some kind of process so, to be able to learn. Because as a developer, you're you're always learning. You're always having to be thrown into new situations and you can never master it. It's it's so different than than some other field where, where it doesn't change and you can, or it doesn't change rapidly and you can master it. I mean, you, you could become a physicist and know everything about physics, essentially, right? You know, like, but, and, and that's not gonna change very much, but in software development, it changes so so rapidly. 
So, so tell me what, what happened then. You went, okay, so you're, you start off as bank teller. You are, you say, I got to change my life right after this, uh, the, that, that incident. And then you don't quite do that for about a year, but you're, you're listening, you're changing, you're growing. And then you get this plan. Now you did the plan and you said, and so you went to a coding bootcamp and, yep. uh, and then, so you're doing, you're doing your regular full-time job. You're going to this bootcamp in the, in the evenings, getting this stuff done. Then, then what happens? Did you, did you get so, a job as a developer? <laughs> yeah, I did. So, uh, as of, oh, so now it's almost three weeks. As of almost a month ago, I became awesome. a new developer at Lightning Jar, which is a, agency that works with companies like HBO and uh, Home Depot in order to create their sites and applications. So it's like very exciting work. Uh, it's been like, I probably improved in the last three weeks and worked my ass off more than I ever have. Yeah. <laughs> it is totally worth it. Um, something else I didn't mention before was what really kicked off my, my journey, I would uh -huh. say, was losing my job. As a, as a teller, so some, okay. which is interesting because it goes back to it's, it's a it, things are either obstacles or you could use them to your advantage. So it's like, are you making excuses for the shit that happens to you in life? Are you making something out of the shit? Because shit's gonna, always gonna happen. And I tell my wife this every day. I'm like, hey, shit happens. Just make the best of it. Right. So I lose my job. And I'm like, fuck. I'm fucked. Uh, <laughs> We have, yeah. <laughs> imagine as a teller, you can't really save a lot of money. So it's like, we have like about a month worth of savings. And the logical thing would have been to jump to another bank. And uh, I could have done that. I actually got offers from other banks uh, to join them as lead tellers. So I would have been leading my own team of tellers and everything, which is in itself is kind of like a, an advancement over what I was doing before. Uh, but I decided to turn those down. Uh, just because you could fail something you want to do or you right. could fail something you don't want to do. And I didn't want to go down that road again. So I decided to apply the plan, apply the philosophy. Um, that day that I got fired while walking home, um, I had one of those clear moments where, you're, where you could kind of see, I don't want to say the future, but you could kind of see it all unfolding yep. uh, yep. in front of you. And I realized if I didn't take aggressive action right there, I was going to end up in the same place, back in the same loop, doing the same thing. And uh, sometimes it takes events like getting fired in, in order for you to break the loop and do something else, do something new. You just have to take advantage of them. Now, I knew it was a two-step process, like motivation is something that – that's hard. <laughs> you know, you yeah. have motivation one day, the next day you're screwed. Uh, so your videos helped a lot. I want to thank you for those. Uh, they kind of kept me going uh, every time I hit the lows. Uh, but even so, with all the videos and all the support from my wife and family, there were days where I just wanted to quit. Oh, yeah. And um, those days are painful. It's, not, it's now roses. And fun like is there are there are gonna be days like and I guess if you're watching this uh, you're probably right where I was when I was watching your videos and uh, there's gonna be days when you're just sitting down uh, and, and you don't want to get work done you're tired you, you just don't feel like coding you have to do it those are the days that counts without those days 
I wouldn't have made any progress. Because yeah. to tell you the truth, there were like 10 days where I actually had the most fun ever. And then the rest was like hard work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, you've got a couple of good points in there that especially with the with the hard work and the and the motivation. And, and those are the days that really count. It, it, it's it's where that's where you grow. It's it's sort of like that I think of it as like when you're lifting weights, like the, the most important rep is like that last rep, right? It's like that's that's where you're where you're already pre exhausted the muscle and that's it's it's the same thing. It's it's like that you you grow. I find the most depth when I force myself to go forward when I don't feel like it, and that's that's where you know you that's where you expand the capacity of the tank, and that's uh, yeah, it's that, important. It's like when you're reaching that muscle failure at the end of that set. That's that's when you push. That's when it happens, and uh, I kind of saw that happen there because also while learning how to program, I had to apply to jobs at the same time. So the job hunting process is like the most depressing thing you could ever do. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> uh, it's completely depressing, but I had a plan. I yeah. applied to 100 jobs a day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, so as you, you had see, a plan. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. So yeah. I slept probably during those three months, I probably slept like three hours. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the weekends, the weekends I allow myself to kind of catch up and sleep and uh, kind of like spend time with my wife because she wouldn't see me all week yeah um, but i applied to 100 jobs a day and the key to that is like not all those jobs i technically qualify for but i let the company sell me i, don't, I didn't qualify for them i didn't assume right. i didn't qualify for them because like from my experience in the boot camp and everything uh i saw a lot of developers they assume they're not qualified for a job just because they see like a crazy job description. Right. Uh, but right now I'm into, for example, like right now my current task, I'm integrating uh, the GitHub API to a third party API, um, a Rike API, which is kind of like a project management system. Right. And if you would have told me that in the job description, I would have like, fuck no, I don't know how to do that. And I'm, right. <laughs> I'm currently like literally like killing it while making the, the project. So it's really like, don't, decline yourself an opportunity just because you think you can do it. If you have like the slightest hope or, or knowledge that you will be able to learn how to do something, go for it. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah, too many people definitely count themselves out because I mean, you don't know and you, and you don't, again, like I would hire someone and I've hired people for development roles that did not have any of the skills required in the job description. But I, I when I interviewed them, I said, okay, this is a smart person who knows what they're doing and is aggressive and is like motivated and is a quick learner. So I'd rather have this person than someone who has the skills but but isn't is not as motivated right it, it let that i just don't feel is going to be more is successful because I, I know if someone's got the elements of success they're going to be successful. i mean if someone's willing to apply to 100 jobs a day that person i want on my team right because i know that they're going to apply that same kind of mentality that bulldog mentality to to my job and into into to my project what i'm what i'm working on there's some actually, you know, I I just had spaced it, but I wanted to go back to unpack one thing that you said too, which you talked about this idea. You said that you when you got fired from that bank teller job, that you had this moment of I call these these moments of clarity. It's like, and I think you only get few of these in your life. I think I may I probably did video on this and talked about the, the idea, but I think that's that's something that I, I wanted to go back to to point out just to everyone that was listening or watching. 
is that, I mean, if, if you don't, and you said that you might get stuck in the, this cycle. And it's funny because you have this mo you, you don't have these moments of clarity all the time. It's only at certain times. And it's like, if you don't take action, when you have that moment of clarity, you, you're sort of doomed. Like you don't know when it's coming again. Right. It, it's yeah. so it's really like one of those things that's so critical, you know, at least and sometimes I get these panic moments when I have one of these moments of clarity, I'm like, I, I email myself and I'm like, don't forget this, man. Don't like you need to take action on, or I do something immediately to make sure that I take action because I don't want that mindset. I don't want that to disappear again uh, and, and then and then be lost forever. So yeah. it's, it's one of those rare, mo rare moments where you find that courage to do what right. you need to do. And uh, if you don't take advantage of it, then you it's like you said, you never know when it comes back around. You might be stuck doing the same thing until the next time you hit that moment, but it might be too late by then. Exactly. It's like if you if I if you ever missed your exit, I, <laughs> like it, there was this one place in Florida where like if you missed the exit, you'd be going on a bridge for five miles. Like, <laughs> so you, you can't turn around for a long time. And so it's like I've missed the exit a couple times. Like, oh shit, what the hell am I gonna do? Like, and then you're you're, you're screwed. So when you see that exit, you, you got to make sure you got to be paying attention. You got to um, take it. Yeah. No. Now, one thing that you sent me a lot in your, in your emails, which of course I, I appreciate, is uh, is the said that you're trusting the process. So, yeah. what does that what does that mean to you personally? Like the, the idea, and how did that impact you? So it goes back to to those days where you have no motivation, where you're tired as hell. Uh, those days where you feel like kind of like empty inside, as far as like, oh, I can't. Like, not just that you can do something, but just that you won't. <laughs> So those days were the days where I was like, trust the process, keep going. And I think it's very important because if you laid out a plan, if you define a map and you, find, and you define your road to how to get where you need to get, get to, there were days where I was like, I'm applying to all these freaking jobs and right. no one has called me. Like literally for the first month, I got probably two calls. And you know, that's a lot of applications. I was like, what? So those are the moments where you have to be like, Okay, trust the process, keep going. Yep. Like, you know, and another thing that, that's important is like define goals that you have control over. So like I could have control over applying to 100 jobs. I didn't always meet the 100, but I got close to like 60, 70, 50. Uh, sometimes I got all the way to 120 uh, right. on some days, depending on how much energy I had. But regardless of that, you have control over that. If you set goals that you have no control over, like go on three interviews, Right. Yeah, you, you, I mean, how, how are you going to make someone else go uh, make you give you three interviews? You can't, you, but you could control how many applications you submit. So that's something important. But if you know you're doing the right thing, stick with it. Exactly. You might not see results. It's like working out. You probably won't see results right away. Work out for three months and then you'll see the change that, that doesn't happen in your life. It happens gradually. Same thing with, um, the whole job application and, and learning how to code. It, it just happens gradually, it happens, it happens day by day. It, you don't go from like zero to genius in, in, in one day, it's impossible. So right. it's very important to define those goals you have control over and then just work it. Just trust it, keep going, even if you don't, don't look so much at the results, but look more at the input that you're putting in. Nice. Yeah, you got it. Exactly. And, you know, one of the reasons I think you're so successful at it is that 
you had the process. I think, you know, when, when I listen to what you're saying here, you, you had a plan, like you said, for, for, for scoping this down, for figuring out what you needed to learn. And you had the boot camp that you went to and you did that every day, right? So you, you had that and it's a full, it's a process, you know, will work that will give you the skills you need. And then you had a process for getting the developer job. And you said, well, if I apply for about a hundred developer jobs a day, eventually this has to work. This has to click. And, and I think what, what's, what's key there is that, you know, like you said, if you know where you're going and you keep on walking that direction, you're going to get there, but it doesn't have to be the most efficient way. Right. It's like, I think some people get, get stuck up and they're like, ah, I don't know if this is the best way to do it. And it's like, well, you know what, if I'm in California right now and I want to go to New York, as long as I like walk northeast and check where I'm at, like eventually, and, and and keep checking to make sure that I'm not too not in Canada and I'm not in the ocean, right? I'm I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get there, right? I mean, I can I can put a few markers in place, so that's not it might not be the best way, right? It'd probably better if I like got a plane and and flew there, but if I keep I'm I'm going to get there. Like even that process is as horrible as it is will get me there eventually and so but most most people i think they they don't come up with the process at all and and that's why you know i think that's why when i look at the people that email me that have had success they're the ones like you that came up with a plan and then put their head down and execute the plan right and and it doesn't mean that every single time that if you come up with a plan you're automatically going to succeed but mm-hmm if you're adaptable and you're learning and you're course correcting as you're, as you're going, not too much, but you know, honestly at at the points where it makes sense, you're going to get there. Like it's like, I I can't imagine that you could, and that's the other thing. It's like, I can't imagine that you apply for a hundred jobs a day and not eventually get a job. Even if it's just by random lucky chance, right. You know, that, that maybe, I mean, eventually you're going to run into an interviewer that's just like so sick of hiring people that he's like, fuck it. I'm just hiring this guy. Like, I don't even care. Right. Like, I mean, there's someone like that, like not saying that that's what I was aiming for. I'm like, I'm going to reach some, so someone in HR was just sick of interviewing people and they're going to run into me and they're going to have to hire me. (laughs) That's literally one of my thoughts that went through my mind when, when I started the whole process. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it could happen. Right. So that's like, but, but that's, that's why having such a good process is, is so, uh, is so critical. And then you just, you know, that it, it's, it's going to work eventually, you know, if you keep on doing it. So, so being, cool. Yeah, I was going to add uh, being honest. Cause a lot of people, they, they look for the, uh, what, the what was the one thing that mm. made all the difference? Cause you know, uh, nothing really changed except for my mindset. Right. So let's say like philosophy and mindset are like, a must but developer wise like what was the one thing that changed during that time i'm not much of a better coder than i was let's say two months ago i am but not to the degree that's some sort of, sort of crazy change um so i would say concentrate on like soft skills so like I, I, something a lot of people kind of like ignore is like um oh they're gonna hire me because i know all this crazy um, JavaScript methods and all of that, and I know all this crazy stuff with the programming language. But I, in total, I went like on 20, probably 20 interviews, around there, 15 to 20 interviews in the whole process. The first ones were really bad, and I kept improving as, as time went on. 
but most of them, once you get past a few technical questions, we're all kind of like tailored to find out if you're an asshole or not. Right, exactly. And, and that's something that most people ignore. Like, show them like how much you, how much drive you have, how much your capacity to learn. Just like how you said earlier, how you look for for the person to have the capacity to learn things quickly and and kind of like you hire somebody because it's gonna be your coworker for the next unforeseeable time. You're gonna hang out with this guy most likely. So they, right. they're actually looking into who they're hiring. Like, so they, they're actually looking into your personality. And I think a lot of people like from the boot camp and from my internship where I met like more developers, they kind of like ignore the whole personality side of things. And yeah, you do need a baseline technical uh, ability so you could get the job done, but also like concentrate on the soft skills. Cause that's really what, honestly, in my case, that's what sold it. I wouldn't, have been able to get the job without my soft skills. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. That and it's so true. So many people think that if they if they just get the technical skill point, if they reach a certain level of technical competency that they'll get a job and that's what's going to guarantee their success, but it's it's so untrue. You could even be very very skilled technically and not be able to get a job because you you lack the soft skills or at the same time, you could have very you could just have a bare competency technically but if you can demonstrate those soft skills demonstrate that ability to learn the eagerness that you're resourceful right all of these these type of things and you get you you're not an asshole right like people want yeah. to work with you then that's going to go a lot further so that's cool and you probably learn probably too you said you went on 20 25 interviews that's you get you know you get feedback and you learn and you adapt and you get better at that piece and that's another thing too it's like if you think about it like just like the, your numbers are interesting too you know it depends on where like the more the more merit you have on your resume the more skills you have and experience the the higher hit rate you're going to have right so it, you know you, you're going to get more more interviews from your resumes that you send out or for jobs that you apply to right but but you know even but having less experience and less skills maybe it's got that level. So a lot of, I think a lot of people, cause I get emails from people, oh, I'm trying to get a developer job and, and, and they're sending out, maybe they're not even applying for like five jobs a day, right? Maybe they're applying for like one job a day or even, or even not. I applied for like, some people honestly think that they applied for like five jobs. What happened? And can you imagine, I mean, if you just applied for five jobs, there, it would take you years. <laughs> like there'd be no, you have to be very, you might as well just play the lottery. Right. If you apply to five jobs and you expect to have a developer job, especially if you don't have like the credentials, right? Kind of like robust experience that a lot of developers have, a lot of senior developers. But as a junior developer coming from a background that that's not web developer or, or any sort of development, I think it, you just need to brute force it. I mean, it is not pretty, like you said, it's, it's an ugly course, but it works. It's like, right comparing a, a code that's beautifully um, module and, and modular and everything is very like uh, beautifully coded, but it doesn't work. And, and then compare it to some monolithic creature of, of a code that's kind of like crazy all over, but it works. It might not be pretty, but it, right. if it gets the job done, it, it, it wins over something that doesn't work and looks pretty. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's always a strategy you can apply being prolific, 
outworking people you know that it's all the, it's all the same thing which is like you know brute force like be the bulldog and you're eventually like people are going to yield like you're eventually you're going to get your way if you keep on pounding keep on pushing you know that just like that that water that little drop of water erodes you know over time you know the what the the yeah. rock right yeah. can, can destroy a rock that it's, it's the same thing you just got to be persistent that's where that trusting the process but you got to have the process so. you have to you have to if you don't have the process you're gonna give up you're not you're not gonna if you don't have a plan and you don't have and you don't trust the process you're gonna give up and you're not gonna you're not because results are not seen right away i waited a full month to see my first um uh interview to go to my first interview a full month yeah. so imagine going every day stressed out money's like running out yeah. And you're applying to jobs while you're while you're declining, like banking jobs, for example. Like it really gets to you. I, I could have easily just gone with one of those jobs and gave up. But it was I could just say it was trust. You have to trust the process in order for shit to happen. Uh something else I, I want to mention is uh my first interview. Uh okay. <laughs> horrible. Oh Com yeah. Completely horrible. Uh and gray at the same time. So we it was so bad that I turned to the interviewer and I was like, okay, I'm not getting this job. Help me out. Uh, what are, what can I do better? How can, okay. and we actually turned that into a mini working session on how nice. to improve my interview. So don't give up. If you like start out rocky, I probably like the first seven interviews were like completely like horrible. Like I, I'm, I would never want to relive that again, yeah. but you do catch on as they go on. And uh, these are, by the way, only like in-person interviews. Like there were a lot of more like phones, phone right. interviews and things like that. But um, you do improve over time. You get used to it and you feel more comfortable the more interviews you go to. So like by the time my final week before I took this job, I had three job offers. And I wow. went on that week. I went on. The, yeah, it was four interviews one week. So I went wow. on four interviews that last week and got three job offers. So that's just to show you how doing something over and over and over and over, even if you're fucking up completely at the beginning, is worth it if you're learning from it. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good point. Wow, that's amazing. And that just goes to show you that obviously your interviewing skills must have gone up if your hit ratio was so high at that point. I sometimes have to remind myself to like, you know, that that I have a, a biological human brain and it and it works like it's so advanced that as long as I just, I can't help but learn, right? We can't help but learn. So as long as we just keep on doing it, we will adapt and our brains will automatically learn stuff, right? We're, we're going to improve. It just, it doesn't, it seems like that's not the case when, when, when you're so far away. So you've just got to convince yourself. You got to say, I'm not really much stupider than anyone else. I'm not, you know, it's like, if other people have learned how to do this, right? I mean, remember when I was first learning programming, I remember I had to like think, gosh, I just I just have to keep on going because yeah. eventually it must it must click, and it did. It clicked. It clicked. Eventually, it did click. But but it's just it's just it's one of those things. Like sometimes you just got to rem remember, like you do not have a defective human brain. You just got a brain in your head, and like it will automatically do this stuff. All you have to do is feed it the right stuff. And it's going to produce the output for you 
it's it's an automatic process almost but you just have to hang on long enough to let that happen and and you will like you go on 25 interviews you're going to get damn good by i mean by the time you do 20 of them you're going to improve it's like it would be impossible for you not to right it's that's because that's how your that's your brain is biologically wired to do that so and it's funny because i was reading one of your emails uh, recently it, it kind of just prompted that thought uh, so the email was, uh, I forgot what it was. It was, um, it was, it was about, uh, bench pressing. Yeah, that's what it was. So it was like, um, if you read about bench pressing before working out, you, you might fuck up your, the way you, I might be re rehashing it wrong here. So you help me out. But basically, um, you will learn more from bench pressing first and then reading about proper form right. than from doing a bunch a ton of fucking research and then uh and then uh basically try to apply all at once while you're freaking out because everything's going wrong and i think that's something i i recommend as far as like interviews don't go out there and fucking like read every interview tip you can right. because it's gonna fuck you up that's what i did at first actually to be honest i read a bunch of material how to like be great at interviews and it just fucked me up completely like i just kept thinking, oh, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. Don't do it. I would say go on interviews, get really good at just the interviewing part, and, and you're much more closer to the job than, yeah. than if you were just doing the technical, learning technical stuff and just reading uh, interview questions and things like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, you got to put it into practice first, and then the tips and then the strategies will help you to refine and, and know what you because you don't know what you're doing. It's we learn best when we have questions and we answer our own questions, or we find something we're doing wrong and we find the solution for it. But if you're not actually pr a practitioner, if you're not actually doing it, then you don't develop that, and so you don't you come on with an all an overwhelming amount of information that that is very difficult for you to process right it, it's so much easier for me to like for you to correct your form let's say you took on bench press once you've done it before because then you understand the mechanics behind it and you understand what's going on or you watch a video of yourself doing it and then you can now you can read up and see what is right but if you just attempt to do it so many people spend so much time learning and then yeah. they but they're not actually out there like like go and get kicked in the nuts go and you know <laughs> take yeah. a couple of swings with the baseball bat and 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 strike out a few times and then and then you'll you'll know what you need to work on and you'll you'll have that experience that's true and uh it's important to to actually get out there and do it like before yeah. i would say before you know don't throw yourself like a jackass but still do do it just do it because it's nothing fits as a blanket statement so a lot of the advice and things that are out there might not apply to you but certain parts of that advice might apply to you but you won't know until you try it so right. unless you go out there and, and bench press yourself you won't know if you're gripping the handlebars wrong or you're not going uh, low enough uh when you're coming down or you're going up too fast so it's it depends every person's different so everyone's journey is different so it's important to do stuff and then grab the advice that applies to you but you won't know that until you do it exactly yeah and i like what you did with with saving the interview i mean that that's one thing like i don't want to encourage people to say to when the interview is going bad to say oh fuck it it's going bad right but if you know that you're not getting the job and you know the interview is going horribly bad 
it's kind of it's it's not a bad idea to do what you did and say, hey, look, well, how can I salvage this? What's the best I can get hope for this opportunity? And it's like maybe it's to tell the interviewer, hey, look, man, <laughs> like I I I we I know like I'm I'm not coming down on myself, not trying to be hard on myself, but we both know I'm not getting this job. That's cool. Like, I, it, but I I do want to get a job. Like, you know, do you mind spending like 15 minutes with me going over just like how I can improve? You know, it, and and I think I mean. Think about it like you got to flip the chair, flip the script, and think about if you're interviewing someone and they do it in that way, right? I mean, if someone says there, there's ways to do it, but if you're genuine and you're honestly, right, and, and you're not just coming down on yourself, like, and, and there's a difference, right? Because I think some people go into interviews and then they're like, man, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I said that. Oh, man, this is just not good. You're not going to hire me for this job, right? Like, oh, gosh, I can't. I can't, I can't believe that. I should know this stuff, man. Like they, they then they feel sorry for you. Yeah. <laughs> then it's like it's like it's pity. You don't want pity. Pity. I, I always say that. pity is the worst human emotion that you can ever elicit from a person. You do not want pity. But if you but if you go to an interview and and they're asking you to do stuff and you don't know how to do it and and you're bombing it and you're just like flat out honest, like look like would you help me like i i like i i get this it, it's cool I, I i fucked up this interview but it's cool it's all right it's right you know that's not that's a totally different place it's not coming down yeah. on yourself and then and if you flip the script if you're in that position and someone says that to you and you're interviewing them what are you going to do you're going to help them out you're going to say hey yeah i like this guy i help in fact you might out even help them out and then hire them like like it's you know it doesn't it's not going to happen in every case but that that may be a result because you know, they, they may say, or, or, or they may say, hey, you know what, come back in, in a couple of weeks. Let's do an interview again. And, like, let's and, see if you improve, you know. And I completely agree. Like, uh, there's actually one of the interviews, which was getting close to the end. One of those interviews, I went on an interview and it lasted three hours. Oh, wow. The guy was like, okay, we're doing some complex stuff here. You don't really have a lot of background. Tell me everything, you know. Yeah. So over those three hours, I went through everything I knew. Uh, I'm telling you, I went from how the browser works all the way to like Elemental, like JavaScript, uh, the core of JavaScript, so and Node.js, things like that. So it was interesting. Three hours, I didn't get the job, right? Right. That's what happened. And I'll probably shoot you the email. Maybe you could display it after after getting the job, the job where I'm currently at right now. Yeah. Two weeks after. I got an email asking me, hey, Greg, did you get the job? And um, I was like, yeah, man, I got the job. And they were like, too bad. We wanted to hire you. Uh, yeah. We were thinking about it. We regret not taking the chance on the first chance, on the first uh, when, when you first came to the interview. Yeah. But it's funny you did that, because I didn't really do that great on that interview, but I showed them all I knew. And I, I on the back of my head, I knew that was one of the interviews where I knew in the back of my head I was I'm probably going to get the job because it was more mid-level. Right. Um, but I, I, I did my best and it, it does work out. Like sometimes if you're if you kind of like don't pity yourself, but kind of just display your best foot forward and just show them like, hey, just keep it real. Like this is what I know. Yeah. And uh, can you work with it? Because at the end of the day, you don't want to be on a job. You don't want to be hired for a job you can't do because you're just going to be frustrated. And right. that's, that's another good point. You, you really don't want to be hired for a job you can't do because you're, you're going to get frustrated and probably quit programming. After right. That. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you just got to be that guy that like everyone wants to root for if you think about it, right? And that's the thing is it's like it's the hard work. It's the person who's determined, who's going in there, who's not self-deprecating, but is is realistic with themselves. And and yeah, that's 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 just awesome how that how that works because people want to help you. And I mean, I'm I'm sure that guy did a three hour interview with you because he was looking for a reason to hire you because he probably liked you. And he's like, I, I hope that we can we figure out how like, you know, keep on asking you and, and see what you know so you can. And, and that's what will happen is I've talked about this. I think in soft skills, I was talking about the idea that like we hire people who we like. Right. It's not the most technically competent person. I mean, not that you don't have to have skills, but honestly, if you go into an interview and you have a, like you're perfect, like you're overqualified for this job, but the interviewer doesn't like you, they're going to find every flaw that you have. They're going to find all these reasons why you're coming up short and why you're, you're technically not competent and why you shouldn't get the job. But if you're someone who like connects with the interviewer and they like you and they like your personality and they think that, you know, they, they just like those attributes about you, they're going to try and find every excuse and every reason why you are qualified for the job. It's, it's a buy. We do this all the time. We, we bias our justifications for our decisions all the time. When, when you, when we say, you know, why did you buy that car? Right. We all, we always have the reason, the backstory for it. We're like, we, we figure out the reasons that, that logically makes sense for the emotional thing that we do right yeah. buying a car is an emotional decision buying a house is an emotional decision but then when people ask us we don't say oh, i really love that car we say oh well you know it gets good gas mileage yeah. and this had the best safety rating or whatever but that's all bullshit we went in and we bought the car because we we and it's the same thing when we hire people you know when when we uh, all these decisions that are mostly emotional decision in fact they did this study where they you know different people that had that the emotional center of their brain removed and they couldn't make any decisions <laughs> right this is so um so that's uh something to keep in mind yeah definitely all right man so um so just to just to recap it real quick just so you guys i i just want to get a hold of the timeline so i mean you basically went from was it in january that you're a bank teller yeah, February actually. I think February, late February. Okay, so, early January, so, late February, one of those two. And basically no exposure to computer science, right? Or or like our programming, or did you have some programming knowledge? Just mainly uh so I did Linux server administration for a while, but it, it was literally just maintaining the servers. So in in basic like HTML, CSS, and JS, but none on a programming level that you could say really. So it was really from scratch. Okay, yeah. So a little bit of computer background, Linux background. So you went from February, bank teller really doesn't know anything about programming at all, didn't study in school, wasn't like no, no mathematics background, nope. to it's July now and a couple weeks. So I guess like end of June. So we're, we're talking like in what, four months time period or yeah. maybe five months, we could say like four to five months, you went from and I, I want to rehash this part of the story just for the people out there that like to see that this is possible and this is not even an anomaly right I've had other people and you know it this happens this can happen but from four to five months from no real knowledge of programming at all to got a job not just got a job as a developer but got multiple job offers in fact someone coming back and saying we wish we would have hired you that's four or five months of learning right and and i mean obviously you've got a lot to learn but 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 that's all it takes like 
when you know the, the the element of success there, and the reason why I wanted to highlight the story was because it was the mindset, it was it was the trusting the process, it was being the bulldog, it was all of these things that that really you know and putting in the work that led to that result in such a short period of time. And, and so so it's possible, you guys out there, that you can do this. You you really can do this. I mean, Greg's story is not a made up story. I mean, he, he he's he's proof of this and there's a lot of other of, of you that have emailed me that have, have given me similar stories in very short time frames. Now, it may take someone a year or it may take them two years, but still, that's it's it's still highly, highly achievable to go from no no programming knowledge, no degree, no you know, in in computer science to getting a job and 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 actually you know, you know, doubling your salary, whatever you know, triple your salary, depending on where you're working, and and now getting a programming job make, makes a huge difference, right? Yeah, it and it's all about mindset. If you look at my life before three months, four months ago, and now, nothing changed right. as far as like was like. There's still the same government. We still have the the same shit going around. There's everything's the same except for my mindset. And I used to be one of those people that called bullshit when, when I was like, oh, you changed your mindset and shit happens. It it works. If you're willing to change your mindset and work hard, and and, that, and that's another key, work hard. Right. And actually do the work, it'll happen. Like go actually happen. And um I mean, I wouldn't, just to put it in the perspective, the building I'm on right now, my mom and aunt cleaned this building. Yeah. So I work for the, the company that cleaned this building right here, like in 28th Street. Yeah. So that just kind of like gives you the perspective of the kind of like shift that my life just took. I just went from like the family who cleans the building to the guy who works in it. Wow. And, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's all mindset. All mindset. And, uh, and and uh, I, so one more question for you. I got then I gotta I gotta I gotta get going here. What about the family? What about the other? Because this is one of the things, right? It's like you change your mindset, and and this is I mean, and this was me, right? And and you said too, like you're a skeptic. Like it's good to be a skeptic to, to some degree, but eventually, you know, you get that mindset change, and you realize how important that is. But then the first thing that happens for a lot of people is that everyone around them says, oh. Oh, what are you now, John? You're some kind of fucking self-help guru. You, you think that like, oh, you, you're getting all spiritual and like you're all woo-woo out there. Like you think you're just going to like do this, you know what I mean? Or or or, or someone says, oh, you, you think you're going to be a programmer now? Come on. What, you don't even have, you don't even know math, dude. Like fuck, you, you're not going to be a programmer. What are you wasting your time with this shit for? Go take that job. Go take the construction job. Come work at my factory or whatever. Did you have any of that? Did you have like how did your family and friends react to this new mindset in, in this goal? Hell yeah, man! It, it, <laughs> I had a lot of that, uh, except for my wife, who's been supportive uh, mainly because she knows me and we're very close. Yeah, she's been supportive since the very start. But the rest of the family, they could not figure out for the life of me why I was turning down bank jobs, well, yeah. <laughs> while, while literally working for free. So it's like. You're, you're going to have those people and, and they might care a lot about you. They might right. be giving you this advice out of the goodness of their hearts. Doesn't mean it's right. Uh, the way I dealt with it was um, you have to look at where they are yep. as, as far as like, okay, is the person who's giving me this advice, even though they love me, where are they? What kind of mindset do they have? And if it doesn't match with your mindset or what you're trying to do, 
it might be good advice on their end, but it might not be the best advice for you. So what I did was, you know, my parents used to tell me like, what are you doing? You're crazy. And now they're congratulating me. They threw me a party literally like last week where I got the pole and everything. So it was fun. Um, But they were literally telling me I was crazy back in February for doing what I was doing. And uh, it's just a matter of don't listen to the people who haven't done what you're trying to do. Like if you were to reach out to me and tell me, Greg, you're crazy. That's what you're doing. I might might put more weight on that. Uh, Or if another programmer was like, okay, you you don't know what you're doing. Put more weight on that. Uh, But if... If, if that bias is coming from someone who hasn't done what you're trying to attempt to do, it is not as valuable. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You even have to watch the ones, you know, if I, you know, you even have to watch the people that are, that have done it, that did, you know, I mean, to, to some degree, you should got to, you got to take input from people, but you got to ultimately trust your heart and what you know. Yeah. Right. And it's like, because we, we, we know better for ourselves when we're honest, when we're honest, honestly, objectively looking at ourselves, but man, that's cool. That's, I, I'm so glad they threw you party. And so, and it, and it happens. Like, that's the thing is like, man, I remember when I first started investing in real estate, I remember getting on the phone with my dad and he's like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, you know, he's <laughs> like, he means well though. Like he's watching out for me. Right. It's like, he doesn't understand. It's not that he he's against me or that he's the enemy, but I got to say, you know what? I'm not, I'm not hearing this, all right? Like, and I'm gonna keep on plowing for. I can't let those things stop me. Otherwise, I mean, if I, gosh, if I if I let all the haters on YouTube and everyone that you know told me to shut the fuck up, if I let them shut me up and not not do my thing, I I would never be successful ever. So yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you listen to people, you never get anywhere because the, 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 there's always gonna be someone trying to tell yeah. you what you're doing is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, I mean, it, it is great. I mean, you went from n- not knowing anything about programming really to like getting like multiple job offers in four to five months. Like that's insane, right? Like that's yeah. great. Like as most people say, Oh, well, it takes like so many years. You got to go to college. You got to do all this stuff, but you did it. And here you are. And you're only going to yeah. rise up from here. And, and heck, I mean, now you're at this point, like where you could get, you could get job, like getting a job probably wouldn't be difficult for you at this point. Now you've actually got experience on the resume. Now you've actually have gone through this, so, uh, so that's awesome, man. So I, I can, uh, you know, I, I definitely, I, I, I want to hear from you. Like, let me know, you know, I want to see, see what, what happens and, and see your progression. Cause I, I'm interested in your story and maybe we can do an update later. I'm, I'm sure that a lot of the viewers and listeners here would probably be interested to see, see where you go from here. But I, I know you're going to do great things, Greg. And, uh, you know, I just appreciate you, you coming on and, and sharing your story. It, it really is inspiring I, I was so excited when i saw your email and it's like yeah fuck dude yeah that's awesome you did it man so uh that that's cool hopefully hopefully this will inspire others as well any any parting words for uh just last piece of advice for for people that maybe are in your same situation or that were like they're i know there's a lot of people that watch this youtube channel that are working retail jobs or even i've i've talked to people that are bank tellers or or you know they they want to get into it but they're 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 not sure or they don't think it's possible uh definitely so the one thing technical wise that, that would make a big difference uh when i was learning i, I kind of stood away from strange code bases so i would like code everything myself things like that but when it came to like uh like let's say you go to github and you find a project do it go through all the code that you don't understand because when you go on the job 
that's what you're going to do. You're not gonna right. half of the time. You're not gonna create something from scratch. So they're gonna throw you on a code base, and you're gonna have to learn it from scratch. So something I recommend is go to GitHub, pick a project. It doesn't matter what project it is. Make sure it works. <laughs> so if yeah. the program works, go through it. Try to understand it, break it down, ask questions, uh, email the, the 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 people who are maintaining the code because that's what you're going to be doing in your job. So. That that would be the the most the thing that you could get the most out of. I would suggest is just go on GitHub, find some projects, start working on them. It doesn't matter if you don't understand the whole thing; nobody does. Right. Take it one piece at a time. Pick pick one component, and work on that component. Try to understand how it works. Change it around. Hack it around, and then just go from there. Uh, and that would be the the best advice I could give anyone who's watching this right now. That's a great tip. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good tip. In fact, what you can do is you can just download the project, play with it, right? Compile it, like run it, and then say, hey, what? I wonder if I could add this feature to it or add this button. And if you go and you figure out how to do that, that's that's real world. That's like what you would do. Like, yeah. this is really good. So yeah, I appreciate that. Great, great advice, Greg. All right, Greg. It's been fun, man. You're you're an awesome guy, and uh, I'm I'm so glad we got the chance to talk and, and share your story. And uh, yeah, I, I wish you wish you the best. Thank you, man. See you in the next one. All right. Hey, what's up? John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing.